Hello everybody and welcome to I Loved Mondays, a Monday Night Wars retrospective podcast series here at CKCC Radio. I'm Dan Peck and we are here at week 18, January 1st, 1996. That's right, we finished the first quote-unquote year of the Monday Night War. Uh, of course, it started in like September, I think it was. Uh, so... We only had about a quarter of the year, a third of the year. But 1996, it's time. Nitro is live from the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to the home of the 96 Olympics, home of the World Series champion Braves, and the home of WCW. Flair won the title for the 12th time at Starcade, but tonight he defends against Hulk Hogan. And our first matchup is Arn Anderson versus the Macho Man. Arn takes it early, but Macho gets some space and sends Arn to the outside. Uh, hey, everybody, uh, congrats to uh, all the uh, bowl winners lately. Uh, you know, we had uh, Penn State and Syracuse and blah, 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 blah. But as for the Raw Bowl or Toilet Bowl, smoking guns win it, forget about it. WCW is where it is. So for the second time, we have a direct spoiler of what's happening on Raw. We have nice back-and-forth action. Arn works the arm. And WCW, the C stands for commitment. Like, commitment to our fans. We get a ref bump. Arn gets his knucks out. Macho takes them. Hits Arn with them. Ref wakes up. Counts the pin. Macho leaves as Benoit and Pillman show up and yell at the referee. And now it's time for Lord Steven Regal versus Chris Benoit. And they just go straight to the mat. And then we see Hank Aaron's in the front row. Fantastic match. Great, great match. Uh, finishes. Benoit goes for an outside dive. You know, the one where you just kind of use your hands to propel yourself barely over the top rope to the floor. Well, no water in the pool on the other side. Regal throws Benoit back in the ring. He pins him, although Regal's entire lower body is out of the ring. And he wins. By pinfall. And that is your BimmerBum.com match of the week. We go to Mean Gene. He's going to talk to the horseman, Sans Flair. Pillman's all pissed. He says, hey, we just got Flair the belt, and another two of you have lost match already tonight? Benoit says, hey, I can only get beaten by somebody who has dumb luck. And Arn says, hey, it's one thing to lose in the ring, but Pillman, you've been putting us in situations we don't belong in. And he talks about the Paul Orndorff and now and now Sullivan's all pissed and uh, yeah. So Sullivan and Zodiac try to run in, but Jimmy Hart's like failing to failing to stop them. So the giant just shows up and just picks him up and walks him away. WCW Saturday Night: American Males versus Arn Pillman if they can get along, and Luger versus Cobra. Next matchup. It's the Super Assassins with Colonel Parker versus Lex and Sting. The Super Assassins are Barbarian and Warlord, but they're pretty much covered head to toe. Masks, everything. Bell rings and Sergeant Craig Pittman shows up at commentary. He's here to talk to Mongo. I was a five-time champion in amateurs, but now I'm a pro. And you know what that's like. When you were you were in college and then you went pro, 
and then you want a championship, so why don't you manage me? And he says, hey, 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 I got my hands full here on commentary with these two guys. I can't do it, but I will give you some advice. You were a USMC colonel. You were a leader of men. You can come up with, with what to do and execute it yourself. Match, to the actual match, Sting bumps for like five minutes. Lex gets in and they immediately win with double submissions. Scorpion to Thuck and Torture Rack. The whole thing was like, Lex isn't doing enough. Lex isn't, oh, and Lex is never there when it's time to tag. And then, pfft, over. Mean Gene has got Jimmy Hart and the Giant. Giant turns thing around, acting like he's a babyface, claiming Hogan's... Hogan is constantly attacking me, and they're causing me mental and physical anguish. And then next time I get my hands on him, I'll get my revenge. And then they say, Clash of Champions, January 23rd, live from Las Vegas on WTBS. So we got a clash coming up. And our main event of the evening... Did I fail to mention that... I'm sorry. Regal and Benoit was the BimmerBum.com match of the week. I think I forgot to say that. BimmerBum.com match of the week. Benoit and Regal. Earlier in the show. It's our main event. Ric Flair, the WCW Championship, facing Hulk Hogan. Hogan goes into no-sell mode a minute in. Uh, eventually, Flair begs off enough to get the finger in the eye. And then he starts working the leg. He gets him into figure four. Hogan does the rollover to, re to reverse the pressure. Jimmy Hart shows up, starts yelling into his microphone. Hogan then gets mad. He tries to get up and go after Jimmy, which gives Flair back the opening. And then, of course, after a few moments of that, Hogan starts no-selling. Hits the leg drop. Jimmy gets on the apron. Hogan goes after him. And then Arn shows in. Arn shows up, hits Hogan with the brass knucks. Hogan then gets Arn down, pulls the knucks out of his tights in front of the referee. The referee calls for the disqualification. What a dumbass. What a fucking dumbass. If he would have just knocked Arn down, pushed him out of the ring, and went back to Flair, he would have won the world title. But he's like, see this dude? He was cheating, brother. Disqualification, you're not the champion because you are stupid. You big old dummy. Big old dum-dum. Rest of the horsemen attack, but Hogan fights them all off by himself. But then the giant shows up, and he's got a bar stool, and he's going to hit Hogan with it, but Macho Man shows up and grabs it from behind. And then we all... It's all hectic, and everyone's dying, and Heenan literally says as they go to commercial, Call 9-11. He didn't see. Yeah, he said 9/11 in 1996. Did anyone growing up ever hear of the police? The number to call the police was 9/11. And we end the show with me and Gene Okerlund in the ring with Hogan and Macho. Well, oh, gentlemen, this uh, was wilder than my New Year's party last night. And then essentially they spend the last like three minutes to essentially say, tag team match players? So next week is going to be Hogan and Macho versus 
Arn and Flair, but they're probably going to have to deal with Benoit and Pillman. Now, interesting because we I remember they them mentioning Benoit was part of the Four Horsemen, like randomly in a match one time, but then he was never in any of the Four Horsemen segments. And now he's there. Raw was taped on December 18th at the Bob Carpenter Center in Newark, Delaware. Uh, this is the Raw Bowl! And they also teased the start of the Billionaire Ted sketches, which stars Johnny Glitter as the Huckster. And Johnny Glitter is famously, infamously, the trainer of most of the CKCC guys that were ever in the business. So, um, yeah. He went to, like, Chris went to the school, worked for him. Pat went to the school. Like, a lot of the guys are worked for or trained under and or trained under him at one point or the other. And that's his, his highest point in wrestling was he was the huckster in the Billionaire Ted segments. Literally... He's supposed to be a fat and old, out, out of, out of use Hulk Hogan brother. Uh, so we get to the actual show, and it's the local college band, uh, marching band, is playing a song, but I don't think it's the actual college band from the college that they're literally doing the show. I think it's just some other college. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, so essentially this is a four-way tag match, but they did a few things. Um, they gimmick it up. Everyone's wearing a football jersey, so out come the smoking guns. They are 38 and 45. Get it? <laughs> Old revolvers. Um, Owen's number one, but Yokozuna is 641. Get it? Because he's fat! Razor's number four, because that's how many times he's won the IC title. Savio Vega is number... Uno, but spelled out U-N-O, because he's Hispanic. Get it? Then Goldust Usher brings Razor flowers from Goldust, and he throws the flowers on the ground, and then they see Goldust sitting in his little area, and he blows him a kiss. The last team is 1-2-3-Kid, whose number is 1-2-3, and Sid is double zero. They make the ring mat uh, to look like part of a football field, so it has, like, the raw... And then it's green, and then there's a line on the sides. Like, so it's like the 50-yard line uh, is where the match is taking place. Um, so essentially, it's a four-way tag match. Only two men are legal at a time. You can tag in somebody's partner, and they have to make contact. They have to wrestle at least a little bit um, before they can tag out. So, and also every team gets a timeout, but there's only one timeout actually happens during the match. Uh, all other ones are um, ignored by the referee. <laughs> so, notable things. Owen tags in Billy to make him fight Bart. This is like right away. They do a couple basic holds, and then they both tag in Owen and Yoko. So they have to fight. Overall, the match is just there. It's not necessarily boring. It's not necessarily bad, but it just it takes forever. Uh, they cut every once in a while to Brother Love backstage giving a pregame speech, but since he's so impassioned and and motivational, his eyes are closed and he doesn't notice that 
not only is there nobody in the locker room, they're actually having the match right now. Uh, Razor is about to beat Kid, but Kid calls for the timeout. They get the timeout. Razor hits him with the Razor's Edge anyway. DiBiase pops up on the apron. Uh, and while Razor gets distracted by this, Sid pulls Kid away and hits Razor from behind. Time goes back in, and Kid is pinning Razor to eliminate Razor and Savio Vega. Later, Yoko is getting ready to hit a bonsai drop, but the smoking guns swap out and put Owen in the spot, and Yoko hits Owen. Yoko leaves the rig, just distraught. He tries to call for a timeout, but the ref no-sells the timeout call while the guns get the pin, and it eliminates Owen and Yoko. And then Kid and Sitter are getting ready to win, Kid's about to do a top rope move, but Razor runs in, throws him off a top rope. Smoking Guns win the Raw Bowl. Next week, we'll have a Shawn Michaels press conference. King says, I have a source that's never been wrong, and it says Shawn Michaels is going to retire next week. And now it's Doc Hendricks with a halftime report. And they literally put a two-minute clock on it, and he does this in two minutes. Later tonight, Diesel versus Mabel. JR is backstage. Diesel says, I can't I can't get a uh, hold of Diesel right now, but earlier today, he said, boom, boom, I'm going to kick the king's can. Whoop-a-whoop-a-doo. It's going to be a real slobber knocker. At the Royal Rumble, Brett will defend against Undertaker. Ahmed Johnson will face Jeff Jarrett. And, they, uh, and he does this all in two minutes. Then they show the Hawkpen match from the In Your House in its entirety. <laughs> yes, they do this. They are just wasting time. They have competition, and they're just wasting time. Literally showing the Hogpen match from the last pay review. Um, they go to a commercial break during this match, and they quick show the Nacho Man from the upcoming sketches. And he tries to snap into a Slim Jim, but he hurts himself. He, like, hurt his jaw or something trying to snap into a Slim Jim. Because, you know, the Macho Man's old and can't do anything anymore, except he's still having fantastic matches in WCW week, almost weekly. <clears throat> they then say they show the rest of the Hog Pen match, which Triple H wins, but then he eats total shit afterwards. Uh... Next week, we're going to show you the entire world title match from the In Your House. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, so next week, they're going to show the entire Brett versus Bulldog match that happened at In Your House. It's time for your main event of the evening. It's Mabel versus Diesel. We go backstage. Brother Love is still on his speech. And that match has been done for 20 minutes at this point. Uh, bell rings, big boot, Diesel wins in 8 seconds. Mo attacks, he gets jackknifed. Lawler tries to uh, interview Diesel after the match. He gives him the psych handshake. And then he takes Miss Robble away. So this entire show... There has been, like, some fake beauty queen 
sitting next to Lawler the entire show. And she fakes being interested in what Lawler is saying and doing, and she just leaves with Diesel at the end of the show. Backstage, the smoking guns are presented with the Lombardi Trophy. The Steve Lombardi Trophy. And they beat up Brooklyn Brawler and then empty a cooler of brisk iced tea on him. And I'm like, man, didn't they say there was going to be a, the first billionaire Ted sketch? And it literally ends the show. Vince Russo is in the cast of this sketch. Basically, they're like, we need to be more exciting. And what well, can, can you guys do cool moves like this? So they're talking to the, the Huckster and the Nacho Man. And oh, yeah, it's they're like doing a Don Knotts impression for um, Ted <laughs> Turner. Uh, Say, so can you do cool moves like the Razor's Edge? And they show Razor hitting the Razor's Edge, and he's like, "No can do, dude." And then what about this move? And they show Diesel doing the jackknife. No way, brother. Can you even, like, do a top rope thing? And they show Sean doing a pretty basic body splash on the top rope. They're like, no way, I'm going to pop a hip or something. Meanwhile, Macho Man does a fucking elbow drop, which is better than a fucking body splash. As a finisher still to that day. Uh, also fun, they show the moves from Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, who will be in WCW in five months. Uh, they go, well, what can you guys do? And all they can do is pose. <laughs> they're old. Even though I would say they're probably having their best matches. Well, Hulk's having his best matches, I would say. Um, Raw was a fucking waste of time this week. Uh, but Raw wins in the Nielsen ratings by... With a 2.6 to Nitro's 2.5, they won by .1, and this was an absolute shit show. And your next week on Raw is we're going to show you the entirety of a match from the last pay-per-view. Now, it was the world title match, but uh, it was three weeks ago now, and we all know what happens at this point. So, yeah... We're about to get to the point where WCW is going to whoop their ass 83 straight weeks. Um, so, it's going to get interesting in that form. But we'll see if it actually is better. Because at that point, we're going to have old Stone Cold being all Stone Coldy. So, um, I think Bearsner's going to pick up again. So... Lufta, this fucking raw dude. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that was week 18. We will come back with week 19 next time on the show. <laughs>